Welcome to ConX, a global leadership platform for construction executives. Uh, today, we have Jeff Hudipol. Uh, I've known Jeff for quite some time. Uh, he is the, are you, you're the CEO, right? Not the president? No, I'm actually the president. Okay, you're the president uh, of Valley Interior Systems, um, uh, and which most people know as Vizio. And, uh, uh, I'll, and rather than me go through and kind of give the background of Jeff. I'd like for him to do it. And uh, so, Jeff, how are you doing today? I'm great, Scott. Thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate it. So tell me a little bit about you and tell me about your company. Did you grow up in Cincinnati? Well, yeah, I'll start. Uh, I, I, I live in northern Kentucky, actually. I live in Fort Thomas. Um, I went to Eastern Kentucky University, graduated from there in 1981 in the construction management department. And um, actually, I believe I could have been, I was in the first four year class graduating. Um, I think there was a low graduation the year before for people that were in other fields before they got in construction management. So I've been, a, I've been a, a, an avid EKU uh, follower. And um, after graduation, I, uh, I went with a contractor by the name of R.B. Brunneman and Sons. 1981, things were not you know, going real, real well in the construction industry. And uh, it took me about a month to get a job. And uh, this R.B. Brunneman and Sons, I was like, what business is this? And they were a prime subcontractor. And I, I always thought I was going to be working for one of the big guys. And um, ended up, I was uh, with a specialty subcontractor, as I call it, and uh, doing drywall, metal studs, light gauge, metal framing, that kind of stuff. And uh, I really enjoyed it. And so that's that was the start of my career. So um, why did you choose Eastern to go to school? So while in high school, I went to Highlands High School. Uh, some people are familiar with that. And uh it was back in the day when we had a, a full industrial arts uh, department, and I loved industrial arts. I loved building things with my hands, etc. And my teacher uh, was an EKU grad, and he uh, he got me involved down at Eastern. Um, they had some um, uh, different uh, programs that they took seniors, juniors, and seniors down to at Eastern, and uh, I fell in love with the campus. So did you finish in four years or did it take or were you a super senior five or six years? No, no, four years and got me out. Yes, in and out. So, yeah, that was uh, that was that's about the only thing I can pat myself on the back for anymore. I had friends that were on the five year plan, six year plan, some seven year plan. So um, why can why construction? I got to tell you, from the time I was a little kid, I loved building uh you know we all had lincoln logs and legos etc i love doing that i had the sand pile in the backyard or the sandbox i built cities in i just always loved see doing things with my hands and and construction was was the way to go so i uh my dream at one time was to be an architect and uh um it, it, i wasn't artsy enough for that in my mind so i uh I went to the nuts and bolts and uh, got right into the construction. Well, you know what? You wouldn't have fit into the architectural community anyhow, so I'm glad you're a construction manager. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> so tell, uh, me about, 
tell me about tell me the the story behind Valley Interior Systems. So yeah, so I told you I was hired uh, out of college with this company by the name of R.B. Brunneman and Sons, and um, it, it it truly was a kickoff of my construction career. Um, uh, there was a gentleman there who hired me and became my mentor. His name was Bill Strouser. And um, Bill uh, left there within about a year of me joining that company. And he went off and started a new company with some buddies by the name of, and the name of the company was Valley Interior Systems. And it was to be a direct competitor of this company, R.B. Brunneman, which was sort of at the end of its career, R.B. Brunneman. It was a family-owned company that was really uh, folding its doors and closing up. Mm -hmm. So I went with Bill in uh, Valley Interiors in about 83. And in 1986, Bill bought his partners out. And uh, we call 1986 the new Valley Interiors. And uh, I was lucky enough to be his first full-time employee. Oh, so wow. That's, that yeah and so so where have you gone since then well we've gone luckily nothing but upward um, one of Bill's promises to me was uh, hey Jeff let's uh let's become a three million dollar company hire about 30 guys in the field and make a modest living and I'm I said I'm all on and uh, we've taken it from there to oh 150 or so million dollars and uh, seven or 800 people in the field. So we've grown tremendously in those uh, 30 plus years. So what's the future hold for Valley Interior Systems? Oh, what does the future hold? I tell you, you know, it's, uh, we're starting to talk succession now. So, uh, you know, that's a, a big thing, but, um, you know, I, I, our, our, our goal is to uh, keep expanding. We're blessed. We've got our headquarters is here in Cincinnati. Um, and then we've got an office in Columbus, Ohio, Toledo, Ohio, Dayton, Ohio, Lexington, Kentucky, and Nashville, Tennessee. So we've got, you know, we're spread out top to bottom there pretty well. So what do you think um, is, was the most significant event that pretty much shaped the business model that you have today? Oh boy, let me see. I, I I'd say there were two main things that uh, that really shaped our our company. Um, again, I'm I'm just going to tell you. So Valley Interiors, you know, we're a specialty subcontractor, drywall, metal studs, light gauge metal framing, acoustic ceilings, plaster, and plaster meaning some of the old plaster, mm -hmm. uh, air barrier. Uh, Etc. So that's 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 the main scope that we do. So the significant events that have changed the business. One of them is, in my mind, light gauge metal framing. That took us from being a small contractor to a large contractor somewhat overnight. You know, with the light gauge metal framing, it uh, it really changed. Uh, the, the design of buildings and, and no longer were they uh, blocked with brick backup, et cetera, et cetera. They became like gauge metal framing. So you drive down the road today and you see most of these buildings with the exterior shell wrapped in like gauge metal framing and then sheathing on top of that and then a finish on top of that. So that, in my mind, 
was the big thing that changed us. And then I'd have to say the fact that we were not too scared to uh, expand our, our footprint. You know, we went up to Columbus, Ohio first, and then Dayton, Ohio, and then, um, then down south into Lexington, and then of course uh, Toledo and Nashville. And, and uh, uh, so I think that has also helped shape where we are today, is our footprint grew and grew. So, um, so keeping that in mind, so how, you know, what we, you know, I mentioned about the, the, the future here, it, do you see anything on, else on the horizon, like material wise or location wise that, you know, you, you think you're going to go down that road or is it, is it pretty much where you're at right now is kind of what you're going to focus on? No, um, I, I think it's the way, you know, it, it, lots of our growth was through different products and product lines. But now I would have to say that the biggest thing that's going to change us is uh, prefabrication. Uh, prefab is, is really become the, uh, the buzzword in the construction um, world. And with that, you know, we are... Uh, uh, we've got a, a plant that we uh, do our prefab in and then ship it out to jobs. And those prefabs are mostly walls and trusses. Mm -hmm. So exterior walls and, and, and roof trusses are the two big things that we, we do prefab there. So, you know, obviously everybody has some skill sets or abilities that have led to kind of where they're at today if you had to reflect on yours and i know this is a tough one because you're a humble guy but uh what skills and ability do you think you have that have helped the business along through all these years well you know scott i i, I believe that my uh my personal strength is probably sales and estimating um that is the the focus that i have given the company for my whole career um you know, and, and I'm uh, lucky enough uh, to, to meet people, uh, remember people, um, uh, you know, and, and, and work well with people. Um, it also worked well with my two business partners, Mike and John Strasser. Uh, that was Bill's two sons that I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, they each have strengths also. Uh, uh, John was more in our oper is more in our operations area. And Mike... Uh, he he, he uh, was he dedicated himself to the administration, so the finance part of the company, but also did some other things uh, beside that too. He uh, he was involved a lot in estimating also. So so that's where I think my uh, strengths really fall for the company is, is the sales and estimating part. So if you had to go back to your you know younger self. And you had to give both personal and professional advice to yourself as, say, a 23-year-old kid. What kind of personal and professional advice would you give? Well, um, I would say I, I, don't be scared to make mistakes. And, and, and if you make a mistake, admit it and learn from it. That, that's a big thing. And I think uh, an, another thing, I don't know if you're asking about me personally, I, I, I never burned a bridge. So that was something that I recommend that for no one ever to burn a bridge uh, with a 
an ex-client or an ex-boss uh, uh, or, or an ex-employer overall, you know, don't burn bridges. Could you give me an example of that, Jeff? Yeah, in fact, like the, the burning bridges part, <clears throat> uh, let's just say a, a contractor, you know, we rely on on contractors for all the work that we do. And, uh, you know, as, as much as you could get in an argument over a job, uh, whether it be about the pace of a job or this, that, the other money, money always is always the talk of a job, uh, you know, is is when you walk away from it, you know, walk away with your head up and, and show your professionalism and don't sit there and pound on them and burn a bridge that they would never want you to come back and do another job. It just might be the pressure on that one particular job that could screw things up for uh, many jobs down the road. And it, I wish more people would listen to that. I, I say yeah. to my folks all the time, I said, I always tell them that customer service is dead in construction, you know, so. Oh, uh, most definitely. I mean, it's a person-to-person -person business, you know, it definitely is. Uh, you know, you, you got to go through the good times and bad times with with the generals and the subs and the owners and the architects, you know, it's it, we're all there to try to, you know, build a building in a quick amount of time uh, so that the owner can, uh, uh, you know, open his business, um, you know, and, and make money at the end. So, you know, that that's that's the nuts and bolts of this business. So if you had to uh, to give, you know, give an example of a, a success and a failure you had in your professional career, do you have one you would like to share with us? Because I think that, you know, a lot of people always say that they really like this uh, section of the podcast because it not necessarily just learn about successes, but learn about, you know, the mistakes we made. I think one person said to me, he goes, I feel better <laughs> knowing that there's a guy that's, a you know, a, a president of a company that has made this kind of mistake. So do you have anything yeah. that stands out in your mind? Well, you know, uh, mistakes on guy I try to put in the back of my mind but let me let me tell you about the success real quick and then we'll go to a mistake I think uh, successes to me are being able to team up with the right people I was lucky enough to fall in with Bill at an early age and he taught me um, how to be a gentleman along with my parents but he he business wise taught me how to work with people and 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 I feel like I've been successful trying to uh, show our employees how to work well with people and don't be argumentative, how to be professional at all times, how to admit to mistakes and how to walk away uh, you know from potential problems uh, that that you don't want to get yourself into to step back, think about it and go back in and answer it the right way. So successful, that, that that's sort of a way. Um, boy, uh, failures. Uh, you know, there's a, a couple of people that, uh, let me think here, you know, that maybe uh, I, I'm, I'm going to have to try to make up something to tell you the truth, Scott. <laughs> I think you're a second. Let me let you caught me on a <clears throat> on a tough one there. Um, you know, it, it's uh, 
I, I, we have had failures. We as a company uh, taken off too much in and uh, of a job as in getting too much work and not be able to provide manpower for them all. Uh, that that that's something that every once in a while you you get to that point where you feel like you know you you can you know it's important to get that next job. And there are times that we should have said no. Um, we've tried to open up in a couple of areas that were non-successful for us. Uh, we learned through that. Uh, we went over to Indianapolis, tried to open up a, a, a shop over there, and uh, we went in with the wrong mindset. It didn't work out, so we packed up and came home. So we've had, you know, different things like that. Um, you know, we've made mistakes by trying to add different product lines to the company without enough research. Um, those became failures. So. We've had plenty of failures, but like I said, I like to keep them way back in my mind. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. I, um, I think it's interesting when you look at like, you know, when I first met you, I hadn't, you know, and gosh, it's been over a decade now since I've right. seen you. Right. And, uh, right. um, I was, I was always really, and this is kind of, uh, you know, patting you on the back a little bit here, but, uh, the, the, I was always really impressed with, uh, how personable you were. And the reason I, I say that's important is because you brought up like a success about being about uh, being personable, realizing that construction, no matter how big of a company it is, it comes back to those personal relationships. And I, I always thought that's something that when I looked at if someone asked me, what do you think, you know, sets Jeff apart from other people? I'd say, well, you know, gosh, when you're talking to him, you feel like you're the only person, you know. You're focused in sure. enough, and uh, and I got to congratulate you there, and that's something that uh, I picked up on, and, and I try to do with my company today. Well, thank you very much. That's a, a very nice compliment, but I, uh, I I mean it when I say that that you know life's too short, and you know we we look to hire people that are grounded and uh, that that you know have the same. Uh, you know, thought process that uh, both myself and Mike and John have uh, of just being good people and, you know, reaching out for a handshake and apologizing when you're wrong and, and uh, not being too cocky when you're right, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, the funny thing is that I hate when people say, well, it's just business. Well, I, who you are as business is who you kind of are, you know, I mean, that's who you are. So right, can't, right. Be, can't be a jerk at work all day long and then walk off the job and, and be a nice person. You know, I mean, that's just, exactly. kinda, you know, exactly. Um, and you know what I have found out over the years that 99% of the people in this construction industry are really pretty good people. And I think that's the way of the world with most things, but uh, you know, to go off on a tad of a tangent, um, one of the things I did about uh, 10 years ago was joined a peer group. And uh, I don't know if you are involved in a peer group or if you've ever, you know, pushed for peer groups, but a peer group, the peer group I'm in are people that are, do the exact same business as Valley Interiors. And there's about seven other companies that I'm talking about, me, ours being the eighth. Mm -hmm. And we meet twice a year. And we open up and talk about everything that's going good, everything that's going bad uh, in our businesses. I can talk about our business and they will pound me with questions about why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? And, you know, you get so much from other people. So 
that's something, Scott, that I think is is really big and valuable out there are peer groups. And, and I'm 100% on board with you. The funny thing is, is I I was I was a Vistage member for for years, and then I went away for a little bit, and I and I got back involved because there's not one in my area, so I got back involved. But I think that's hugely important, you know, to have. Yeah. So you know, yeah. having some people, because you know how it is when you're the number one in an organization, you don't get to share a lot of things that you think it you think about or you deal with on a daily basis because you're supposed to be the leader, you know? Right. Right. And, uh, that platform is a good one just to, you know, hear what other people go through. And it's, it's always, it's always nice to know that you're not the only person that has to deal with some of the issues. You're exactly right. And, you know, I look at these peer groups differently than, uh, uh, Vistage, uh, Vistage and those kind of companies, which are great. Uh, you're with a bunch of leaders, so you're learning a lot and they're telling you a lot, but, this was actually, you know, people in the a mentor in the same exact business as us. So, well, and that's, we talk the same lingo all the time. Um, so we kind of went. We're gonna we're kind of going into like the the speed round here. And I have eight different categories. Um, you can rate one to ten. Um, they could all be ten. You know, uh, ten being the most important, one being the least important, and and it's just more about getting your opinion and and getting your philosophy behind it. So, with that said, um, we'll start with scheduling. One to ten, how important do you think it is? Oh wow, I'll give you a number here. Let me think. Uh, you know, scheduling is very very important. Uh, you know, getting the correct flow of a project, you know, allows for uh, everyone. To get their tasks done and, and and get them done efficiently you know and that means additional money to the bottom line for everybody involved so i put that up as a is one of those tens estimating estimating who boy you were right on that there are some tens aren't there <laughs> so you know i i think uh the estimate the right estimate is you know the footer or the foundation of the project it's it's what really you know uh, gets it started off right. Um, if if your numbers aren't right at the beginning, uh, it's a sort of a no win for everybody. Uh, yourself again, the GC or the owner. So I'm I'm so I'm giving that a, a, a probably a ten also. Now I have contracts and contract administration. Contracts meaning paper, and contract administration meaning managing the the administration of that contract. Um, okay. So, can you rate those two for me? So, um, I, 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 I'll put them sort of together. I, I think of, again, I think you said it, but contract administration, I, I, I call that sort of um, what here, what we here at Valley call the back of the house stuff. Um, you know, and we're so blessed to have uh, dedicated administrative people that perform all of that for us and, and very seldom get a pat on the back, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're out there sending bills out, you know, and, and, and we're, we're sending them out to, you know, 50 different people a month and then they're paying all the receivables on time and, and all of that. So our CFO and his people have a lot of, of uh, you know, responsibility. Um, I mean, a whole lot. I, 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 I rate that up there as a seven or an eight. It, it's very important that we bill and get paid as, as quick as possible. 
Design. Design. Oh, she's design. Let me think this. Um, you know, I'd, I'd say it's about an eight. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's very difficult to have in this fast-paced world of construction that we're in to have 100% drawings um, ready when you break ground or when we as Valley get there with our like H metal framing or whatever. So, you know, it, it's very, very important, but uh, I rated it an eight because I'm thinking, you know, it, 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 it's, it's going to have changes and uh, you got to roll with the punches. You got to be fair with everybody. And, um, you know, it, it, I'd say an eight. Accounting. And that kind of I probably, I probably a little bit. Yeah, I probably hit that more, didn't I, on the contract administration, you know, um, stating the fact that it's it's you know, everything I said in regard to contract administration is really fulfills the accounting, you know, the as I mentioned it, we call it the back of the house stuff. It it, it it's very important. Um I, I, again I make that a seven or an eight. Very important. Selling work. Well, that's that's in my role. <laughs> I, I love selling work. Uh, let's make it a, a 10. You know, it, it's the start of the relationship, like a start of a marriage. You know, it's important. And uh, it, it, if you don't get kicked off onto the, you know, the, the right foot with people, uh, you know, you're not going to be very successful. So um, it, it, it's very, very, very important to, to start any relationship off well and uh, especially business-wise here and the last one I have is leadership okay I'm gonna I'm gonna go above your 10 I'm gonna make that an 11 okay. uh, you know uh, you've got chiefs and Indians and every Indian wants to become a chief and so I I, I think the right leadership which uh, starts typically with ownership and then it goes with your you know, next level of high, uh, you know, high management people, calm vice presidents of different parts of the business, operations and, and sales and estimating. I mean, leadership is really what is reflected in the mirror every every day in my mind. And, um, you know, you, strong leaders uh, create strong employees that um, create a strong company. Well, thank you, Jeff. And before I give you the last word, like I always do to all my guests, uh, I just want to say, uh, number one, uh, thank you for the friendship. I've known you for quite some time. Um, and uh, and once again, uh, you know, there's I've, I've learned a lot from you. One of them being is that, you know what, uh, this is a person to person business, very personal in nature, and you should treat it that way. And I have to say that, you um, you know, just, we were talking before the podcast started about different people that uh, we both know and about how important it is to have those relationships, you know, and have a genuine. And keep them. And keep them, yes. And then have a genuine, you know, one thing I give give you a lot of credit for, Jeff, is you just have this genuine. I mean, you're just a genuine person. And uh, I, I, and I, I can. I could say that because I know a lot of other people who would say the exact same thing. So okay. I want to, I want to thank you for your friendships. I also want to tell you, uh, uh, me and Jeff have something in common is, and I don't know if he still has his Mustang or not, but we both have Mustangs, you know? So, uh, I sure do. 
I've got my 66 Mustang convertible. So I, I have not, fun. I've not had a chance to see it in person, but one of these days I'm going to come see it in person. Well, great, great, great. So. All right. So you get the last word, Jeff. Oh boy. My, the last word, you know, there's lots of things. I, I, I want to encourage young people uh, to get into the trades. I want to encourage young people to get into, to, um, wanting to to build and to have something that they can drive down the street and say, I was involved in that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's plenty of business out there, high paying jobs out there uh, for people to look, you know, uh, to, to go after. Um, so that's one thing. I think uh, the future's bright. I, uh, I think we've got a lot of young people that are in, our business of construction and want to uh, continue to take it to the next level, make a, make a Valley stronger, make a, a Turner Messer, all those companies stronger, you know? Um, so I think that's big, big. Um, you know, I, I think uh, patience, I want to tell everybody to have patience, not uh, just pay the young people, you know, to, to, to have patience while you want to grow and, 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 and uh, learn all aspects of this this business, and uh, you know, I, I I think always looking forward, and um, you know, you're going to make mistakes. Um, so that's what I'm I'm pleading out to the the the, the, the younger people out there. Um, but I tell you, you know, I, I've been in this business since '81. It's been a joy. Some of my uh, lifelong friends uh, I've met through business. Um, it's uh, it is so much fun to um, see things being built, um, and uh, I, I can't tell you how much how proud I am of the way that uh, myself and my partners have built our company. And uh, we are a relationship company, which is really really fun. We do have enemies every once in a while, but but we're really we we enjoy working together. So. We just hope that the next generation of people out there, uh, especially in our business, continue to take it to the next level. Well, thank you again, Jeff, and uh, appreciate your time today. Um, I, I, you know, you have a, a very successful, very unique, and very large company, and uh, I, I am very proud of the fact that uh, EKQ, EKU can call you one of their own. So, um, so all that said, uh, join us next week with another podcast on Connex. Mm-hmm.